0: Welcome to the Evergreen Creative Company Podcast. We like to call it the Evergreen Creative Podcast. It's a little bit shorter to say, but our main goal for this podcast is to share our experiences as a company through the projects that we work on on a weekly basis. Whether you're a client or another creator, you're going to get to hear our experiences from each project that we work on. So if you find value from this podcast, please leave a review and also share this with your friends and colleagues. All right, so, um, pro tips. Like, we're just going to try to... (laughs) Off the bat. Yeah, off the bat. Let's Let's get into it. So, I'm Josh. Houston.
1: (sighs) (laughs) Was that a refreshing sip?
0: Yes. (laughs) What are you... uh, What's in the cup? (laughs) It's just coffee. (laughs) Just coffee. Just coffee.
2: A Rwandan from Perk Coffee in Atlanta with notes of cola
0: and gold raisin. Nice. I am... Looking what did you to, drink? <laughs> what have I drunk and what am I drinking? Um, we've already gone over that. So, yes, we have. Um, but we were, like, just before hitting, like, the record button and stuff, we were talking about movies and stuff, and one of the things, did you see the new trailer for uh, Black Panther? I did, yes. I am thoroughly looking forward to that movie. Like, I, I think it's going to be one of the better ones of the year, I for kept forgetting
2: sure. that it was coming out this year. Because they had so many delays in like the filming of that, like um, I can't remember the actress's name, Letitia Wright, is that her name that plays Shuri? She they got. In- I'm awful with names, so they, don't ever ask me. So like an the, the, name. the entire <laughs> set got COVID last year, mm-hmm. and then the day they came back for filming, like that week, she got in some terrible accident and got injured. So then they had to suspend filming again. So like the fact that they even finished that movie and it's still coming out this year is
0: impressive to me well it's so there's a a trend or i guess trend is the best mass organization like for the premiere of the movie that all the audience wears white and that's like a it's a tribute to um you'd have to go buy
1: stuff that's what i'm getting (laughs) to
0: is like um i want to take part of that because like i think it'd be a really cool moment to be part of uh with everybody being dressed in white i don't want to be the opposite like because my whole wardrobe is black uh but i thought that'd be a really cool thing to be part of so i'm definitely planning on figuring out what kind of white wardrobe. Oh, white, suit. <laughs> so, a white, a suit. white suit a white white suit who do you think
2: is um, going to be the next black panther there
0: i think there's theories gonna be two. theories of swirling i think there's gonna be two or two that suited up like black panther put it that way um there's a lot of I mean, in the first movie, there was two guys wearing Black Panther suits and had Mm -hmm. the powers. So, um, I don't think it's limited to just... You've never seen the first Black Panther? What?
1: No, I've never seen it.
2: See, there was a certain period where she was seeing is all it, the Marvel is movies. is Michael B. And Jordan in it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was, she was seeing it. all the Marvel movies and then there was a certain point where she <laughs> fell off the wagon and now she doesn't see it.
1: He, he didn't catch
0: I do not care what she said. Did.
1: I said, is Michael B. Jordan in it? And he said, yes. I said, then we can go see it.
0: Have you seen the newest Space Jam? He's in that too.
2: I heard it was terrible, so I passed to I preserve my
0: well, childhood memories of Space Jam 1. <laughs> it's like they were trying to bring back MJ, so they brought back the wrong Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So, oh God. <laughs> uh, it was a f- funny part of that movie, but maybe one of the highlights.
1: Wait, did you say Space Jam? Space Jam. Space See, Jam. I'm gone. still triggered by the first one because. Triggered.
0: triggered?
1: Yes. Because R. Kelly. That is
0: one of the best <laughs> oh. freaking soundtracks But R.
1: Ever. <laughs> Kelly, though. R. Kelly, though.
2: <laughs> that documentary was crazy. We watched Have that you last ever seen year. surviving. <laughs> slam <now>. Huh? Oh. <laughs>
1: Have you ever seen Surviving R. Kelly? No.
2: That was a crazy documentary. You, you should watch that.
1: And then you might feel a little bit differently. I still feel the same. About I mean, Space Jam, yeah, but. the movie might be great, good for y'all, but I will not support Love R. Kelly. Movie.
0: But no, I, I, mean, I know the RK. RK. I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's that gold. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it's kicking in. <laughs> it's kicked. Uh, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, like. This year has had some really good movies already, and there's still some more to come out. So, What were your favorite movies so far this year? Top Gun is my top favorite by far. Um, Unfortunately, still have not seen that one. If it's still in the theaters, like it's 100%. It is. It's, it's, it's hanging what out.
1: What have we seen this year?
0: A
2: lot. Um, I mean, is, so far, as far as I can remember, I think my favorite movie I've seen this year was Nope.
0: I heard that there's going to be an Eternals 2, and everybody was just like, why? Like, can we just erase this from... We didn't need that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, that was, like, weird news. Bad Girl got canceled. Bad Girl got canceled.
2: After they filmed the entire thing. Poor Brendan Fraser. Dude made his comeback to acting to be the villain in that movie. I don't know if you knew that. No. And was super pumped on it. Was it
0: a movie or was it a series? No,
2: it was a movie, but it was a straight to HBO Max movie. Gotcha. But... Filmed it and then Discovery bought, or and Warner Brothers merged, and they canceled it. And I, there's been an I uproar. really
0: want like the DC side of stuff to really just start flowing better. It's like there's they a can't lot of potential, catch a break, though. Like I love the the new Joker movie. There's. An announcement about Joker Two coming out, and that's already, that doesn't sound like it's going to be a good hit because it's supposed to be a musical or it's something like that. Supposed to be a musical, <laughs> yeah, and like, it's going to be co-starring Lady Gaga. I don't know if you saw oh, that. My God. It's like <laughs> I'm optimistic when it comes to movies and entertainment kind of stuff. Like my expectations for movies are actually kind of low. Like my main requirement am I entertained, and I will leave yeah. it at that because like I could criticize and dissect a lot of stuff and critique all kinds of things but I try to just like am I entertained
2: and that's what <laughs> I enjoyed about Nope a lot is cause it's like I kinda you kinda get this kind mm-hmm. of feel for movies these days but to go into a movie and have it like actually boggle my mind and not know what's happening was super super enjoyable yeah flip that screen
1: um yeah my my grandmother is getting a movie made on a book that she wrote and nice. now she's written a script and like screenplay for it and i'm hoping whenever the creation of that happens that i can go to set at some point
0: <laughs> that'd
2: be pretty cool the um I'm trying to think of what other movies we saw
0: I still need to see Top Gun. I mean, there's Doctor Strange um, Doctor that Strange came out. Is pretty sweet. And at first, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I'm, I would still say it was way overhyped than it was. What it sure. was. To claim that it was going to be better than the latest Spider-Man movie was like there's no way you can top mm, something like that. Yeah, no way to like that's, that. To me, like that was, was that one of the this best. Year or like last year. That was, that was Christmas
2: year. last year, wasn't it? Oh. Uh, Sure.
1: Yeah, it was it was around then because yeah. I remember it was winter I knew months that. you were like, "We're gonna go see Spider Man in December."
0: Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> so it's like I normally I, I try to keep my expectations low for a movie because I would never want to be just disappointed, mm-hmm. and I I put my expectations way too high for Doctor Strange, and yeah. like the hype was just it was way overhyped. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. But There's still some cool moments. I just moments.
1: heard it was really dark. That's oh,
0: it what I 100% yes. was. It's like oh. straight witchcraft. It's like oh. the whole oh. time and the dark side of it. It's like it's yeah. not like this. I let my kids watch it this last week or so, and I was, we were hesitant at first, but... Mm. We just That's have to go into how it. That's kind
1: Houston like. has to be with me. Like, <laughs> is he going to let me
2: watch <laughs> so, She actually, she did okay and nope. Like, there were a few kind of jump scares, but it wasn't because, really like a horror movie. Because no, it was literally, a thriller.
1: when we were first hanging out, he was like, let's watch The Conjuring. That was a big <laughs> scary stuff, movie. And, and back I was in the literally day. traumatized. Yeah,
2: Me and my brother-in-law used to go see all the... Traumatized. Like, in our early days of hanging out when we were best friends before I married my sister, we went and saw, like, all the paranormal activities in theaters. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. He also had me watch paranormal, like multiple of the paranormal activity videos. Those aren't even that scary. Um, they are if you've literally never seen a scary movie ever. Those were true. the first like actual like scary movies.
2: So
0: I've ever what seen. The other movie I just we thought were like of. on a huge tangent, but that's okay. Yeah, like we're, we're actually Talking and we're on light but mode. <laughs> <Mood>.
2: I just <laughs> forgot one that came out this year. Big one, the Batman that came out. Oh, this yeah. year. Oh yeah,
0: that was still the yeah, more
2: the the more that I go back and like see pieces from that movie i'm like they shot that s- like the it's and that's where i was getting at with it's a beautiful movie to look at for one mm-hmm. not to mention just i how could good barely it was. see
1: it i'll be honest <laughs> it was so dark in that theater i was like <laughs> i could barely see
0: most theaters about the same lighting condition Okay. So. Well, <laughs> well but put the that movie, movie on the tv the at home movie is it.
1: so d- i'm like could y'all not have like brightened the screen a little yeah. bit
0: Um, but that's what I was getting at with DC, like coming back to that. They can do good movies. I don't know why the rest of them are so bad. If, if like the, I would love to see the worlds of like the latest Joker movie, like that world merge with the latest Batman movie. Mm -hmm. And if they could ride that wave, I think that they have a lot of potential. But One, it like, it sets them apart from not trying to compete with the Marvel style kind of stuff. And And I I think that's where, like, the pitfalls of some of what they've done. Like, with the Justice League stuff. Like, I think it's a great... Like, Henry Cavill is a wonderful Superman. I think he's one of the best modern Supermans. Do you think he's coming back? Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman, perfect role for that. I love those movies. Um, Like, perfect character um, actors and stuff for all those kind of roles. I think Aquaman... I think he fits the role i don't like his solo movies at all um the flash they haven't seen enough of him so
2: here's it's like dc can't catch a break because like they'll have their hits like wonder woman like the first wonder woman huge hit joker the batman but like the justice league batman v superman like they all not great and but then you get around to stuff like batgirl getting canceled supergirl's probably going to get canceled they have all this weird stuff with the Flash now, where they have this huge Flash movie coming out. But like Ezra Miller is, I've seen was, that. And Ezra Batman Miller was
0: like to come back in that role because he was talking about not even doing Batman. He yeah, Michael is Keaton. a yeah, Ezra Miller Ezra is,
1: Miller he's is a, he's doing some weird stuff. He's like assaulting people in Hawaii. In he's got like a
2: compound know, where he's like, like holding children hostage. And he's got yeah, like so he's SA, not coming back as the yeah, Flash. Essay to
1: minors and stuff, and like he's ruining. Mm. Like, so, like there's that too, where it's else. like right. now
2: they lost their flash.
1: Well, they had this show, The Flash.
0: <laughs> Isn't it those over years ago? Well, uh, yeah, yeah. They, I think they canceled it like mid-season or something. Well, like, I think that too. Like I
2: the whole, it in high school, the whole CW, like those shows, mm-hmm. is coming to an end, like this year or next so year. So it's or something like,
0: like that. I for the longest time we would watch Flash and Arrow I could, like yeah, simultaneously, I like Arrow. because like the way that you would watch it is like every you would stagger the episodes because yeah. like, the storylines intertwine so much mm-hmm. together that like, you couldn't just watch one and not the other. Like, I, which was, I yeah, watched I them I like both. that kind of mentality with some of these shows and I actually, stuff. Actually,
2: I watched the first season of The Flash before any of them and then started. I tried to watch Arrow and I literally had two episodes left in the first season and I just couldn't bring myself to finish it. So I was just not it. a fan of those shows.
0: One of our, the reasons why we stopped watching like, we liked watching it with the kids, but like, Joey would just start cussing everywhere. So, just like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, we were just trying to be observant, like, where's he getting this from? And it's just, it was from the show. Like, once we stopped watching it, like, he wouldn't cuss anymore. That's so funny. So, yeah, out of everything know. else that was cussing in it, like, some reason, that stuck out to him. So, so
2: and it's like, now that, warner brothers and discovery have merged like they come out this week after batgirl getting canceled and they say that they have this 10-year plan to do literally exactly what marvel did where they're going to have some head figure to kind of bring all the ideas together Mm -hmm. to lead them to the next like team-up movie or whatever like much like i I get it like they're trying to they uh, marvel had a formula that worked with disney but i just want to see them be different yeah
1: my parents, every time we watched a show when I was younger that had cussing in it, every time a cuss word would happen, my mom would go, Bad. And she literally still, did, like, used to go in she still does it. Because she would, because, like, they still want to wanna watch a that. show. But, like, oh, every time we hear that, bad. Mm-hmm. So she it, she got so used to doing it, that now she still does it. She goes, Bad.
0: So, anyways, uh, on our next segment... Now that we've talked about movies for Megan, how are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Do not spit that out! Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I just we will.
2: This shirt is done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just choked so hard. Why did you do that? Everything was fine until you did that. Uh,
0: It's my fault, everyone. Pausing. go to Belk. Welcome back to the Evergreen Creative Podcast.
1: <laughs> Just had to do a little <laughs> wardrobe swap.
2: I forgot that was from the Eric Andre show.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Welcome back.
1: What a morning.
0: It's been
2: eventful. I can't wait to watch that back. I, the thing. <laughs> we, okay, yeah, we're going. Yeah, it's recording.
1: I so I don't know. You guys will see. Houston in editing, like zoom in <laughs> on where I literally take the biggest mouth of oh, coffee. I'm gonna zoom and track, zoom and track. And then, <laughs> and <it's>,
2: hey Megan.
0: <laughs> uh, I come to find out, we have more than just Megan as a listener oh shoot um, stepping it up in the world
1: kristen small daniel
0: <laughs> lukinas um so she she's coming at us with a, a dm on instagram calling me out and us out uh, about how if you get a social media marketing degree it's not just about like the social media side of stuff it's about targeting audiences all that kind of stuff And i was like you're right good job are there
2: social media marketing degrees? Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, it's marketing. Yeah.
2: It's degrees. been a while since I've been in college,
0: but... <clears throat> Basically, well, her point was, like, it, the other it. side of it was, like, yeah, it's not just a complete waste of time kind of thing, which I, I can agree with, but... Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, my I mean, time the, in college was, was very valuable. The statement was, I think, what we said was talking about how that kind of stuff is just outdated because yeah. of how fast things like uh, my like general marketing degrees. My mom
1: know. has a marketing degree, and, like, you know... There's things that are great about it, Mm -hmm. like marketing degrees in general, but...
0: There's some stuff that won't change as far as, like... Yeah. Yeah, you'll still always have to, like, learn your audience. you always have to learn how to target stuff. But But the thing, like, on... I think the avenue that we were trying to look at was just the algorithm side of stuff.
1: Well, and, like, with Instagram and all these different apps, a lot of them give you so many, like, insights and things on like your audience and all the mm-hmm. things anyway yeah. so
0: which i actually need to remind me with the tennis tournament with the live stream that we did i need to give visit dothan some uh, analytics
1: i have to sit like this again now
0: <laughs> <laughs> i have a black polo you could put on if you want she has it's a like black w jacket S-I. in the car but she doesn't want to wear a workout it
1: workout jacket that's like
0: but very small keep you warm so um what we intended on talking about on this podcast (laughs) was uh weddings so like we're in our summer yeah like completely unrelated to anything we just talked about um our main goal for this episode was to talk about like weddings and how like brides and grooms can prepare themselves to get the best results possible it's like while yes we are the creatives we're the ones that you know film record press the shutter button all that kind of stuff we'll do as best as we can but it's also what we're working with makes a huge difference so i i think i'm just going to talk about like the video side of stuff more than the photography for this episode we can maybe get into some of the photography stuff on another episode video is a
2: little more complicated there's a little more to it i
0: would definitely agree with that for like for the most part like there's just a lot more elements there's so many different styles like that's we're gonna like hone in on like our style versus there's just so much out there it's ridiculous so so for our style on video we try to have as much dynamics as possible and when I said dynamics, I mean, we want as many audio elements as possible, which could include toast, speeches, letters, personal vows, the vows at the ceremony, um, any candid moments that happen. Just all those different kind of things add such a bigger personal touch for one. And we get to record those personal touches. Um, that sounds weird. I'm not going to say that anymore. But um, <coughs> personal touches.
1: We get to add personal touches. Yeah. Uh,
0: but it, you get what I'm saying. But with a, there's a personal <laughs> touch. <laughs> it's, but it's like when we have it, so much to work with, it makes the edit that much better. Um, I'll use, like, um, Wes and Madeline. Madeline. I have... Uh, another Wes in my life, but anyways. um, Wes and Madeline, they had so much to work with. Like, we had multiple sessions with them. Engagement story, proposal, um, just interviews, their own vows, their letters, the first looks. Like, so much to work with that it really developed a really cool storyline that we could work with. Uh, If we'd go into the wedding day, and just hope and bank on getting the stuff that happens on the wedding day itself, yes, there's always potential to get some really good stuff, but the more that we can actually get beforehand, the better. Uh, We're actually working with another couple, um, Kelsey and- Kim. Kim. We got a frog in my throat now, like I can't get rid of it. Anyways, Kelsey and Kim, like we're, as a company and as a team, like, we're really looking forward to the end result with their with their stuff because of all the different sessions that we're able to work with them. Like, we're working on another one, I think, coming up this week. We just got to settle it. I think Friday is when we uh, settled it. But so they're, they're um, tumblers, gymnasts, and that's where they met was the gym, like gymnastics kind of stuff. And so, like, that adds such a, I would say, a vital detail to their whole story so we're gonna go to the gym they're gonna we're just gonna get some b-roll some photos of them at the gym and things like that so we can add it to their story for their wedding video also it's like we could use them as example just for like future plans kind of stuff so we'll just refer to Wes and Madeline and then um, Kelsey and Kim because I would say like between those two couples like it's really like the the closest pinnacle that we have to what we can work with because of one, they're flexible. They're open to ideas. They are listening to what we have come up with. Like if there's even abstract ideas, like they're up for it. And Mm -hmm. like, that makes a big difference. Like when, when you're a client and then you can, um, give creative freedom to the creatives, like that's music to our ears for one. But also it's like, it alleviates a lot of stress on the client too. Like, you put the ball in our park, or our court, I should say, and, like, it gives us, like, okay, well... it's not, like, pressure, per se, but it's like, okay, what can we do? Like, we're jogging in our minds, like, what can we do with this couple? What can we do with this client that could, one, be just a unique experience, but, like, get the fullest potential possible with how we can tell their story. And so, like, the future plans that we have with Kelsey and Kim, like, one, we did their engagement session, and... It was a stormy day for one, and they were like, we're up for getting in the rain. Like, how many times do you get back of yeah, opportunity? So, like, the photos, I thought, turned out really good. We got some nice B-roll. And, like, some of the creative elements that you can do between that kind of stuff is, like, I'm thinking about transition points with the, the short film. Um, they're tumblers. They're dancers, in a sense.
1: Cheerleaders.
0: Cheerleaders. Like, all that kind of really cool stuff. So you think of, like, the Dirty Dancing movie, and like the iconic mm-hmm. you know when he lifts her up into the the air kind of stuff like so we did that during their engagement session um and then like it could be a cool transition point if they can do that on their wedding day <laughs> so oh, also, sweet.
1: <laughs> um i think they do that with their baby mm-hmm. like i think he like will hold her feet right and like so, I mean, could always add. So uh,
0: yeah, like that's what I'm saying. It's like so, like those personal touches. Those <laughs> I need to quit saying that because it just <laughs> sounds weird. <laughs>
1: Stop saying that.
0: <laughs> those uh, personal moments um, that we can capture that's, that okay. add some like just super good value to not just capturing everything on a wedding day. Like uh, wedding days are awesome, but they're so filled with a lot of different stuff going on. And so it's like it takes the pressure off of getting everything on the wedding day. Mm -hmm. And you're able to like really incorporate such a cool storyline with um, just the the different looks, the different locations, um, the different audio elements that we can add to that kind of stuff. And so like that's really where like we come out swinging when we can to try to get the best stuff that we can do. Um, Later this week, we're working with another couple in Mobile. That's a photo video couple that we're working with and the wedding's gonna be in Mobile. I don't know if you've been to Mobile or not, but mm-hmm. it's a really cool, a lot of character that's in Mobile. There's the canopy trees, there's really cool historic buildings. The downtown area looks really nice. Um, there's even like military uh, elements that are just kind of cool. You got battleships, you got the ocean, you got beaches, you got ports, like so much to work with. So. Uh, We'll be like working in and out of those kind of areas, I think Wednesday. Uh, Kristen and I are going to take the trip down there to get that kind of stuff. And so, and this is for an engagement session. So it's like, it's just really cool to work with couples that are open to ideas and just the different creative elements that we can incorporate to just the wedding film itself. Um, Versus, like I said, Uh, The wedding days are great. It's like D-Day kind of stuff. But the more that we can actually get before the wedding day, the better.
1: Well, because especially if you're having to get, like, so much B-roll at the wedding and so many... Like, you want to just be able to get all the moments and all Mm the stuff, which obviously we always get. But things won't have to be so rushed around of, like, oh, I've got to go over here and get B-roll. And not just stuff to, like, fill. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, stuff to kind of fill... And then you know all the moments, whatever. Like you don't have to focus as much right. on those things.
0: And I, I even think about like Jared and Savannah. They were a New Year's Eve wedding uh, couple, but we also got to work with them on a bridal session. So I'm even if we're on the video side of stuff. Like I love to tag along with the bridal sessions. If we're not doing photography with a particular client, like let me <clears throat> let me be part of the, the engagement stuff. Let me be part of the bridal sessions. So that way we can incorporate that kind of stuff, and we did that. Like anytime that we've had bridal sessions, like that we session incorporated was it
2: with great too. Like could mm-hmm. not have asked for better lighting that day. Yep.
0: And uh, Taylor and Garrett, there were another couple. You know, it's. Um, I got to go down to 30A. I'm trying to remember the the park that we went to. <sighs> what the heck? It's a mansion or something. Anyways, um, really cool spot. Beautiful area. Uh, Golden hour is just, like perfect in that that. Uh, park and we got to use that part of it too it also just it's just fun content to create too because like we'll shoot it vertically uh, so we can use it for social media type stuff and it's just uh it's almost like a creative uh release to be able to uh, do that kind of stuff to where again like it's so much pressure left off of the wedding day to where we can just like capture those more candid kind of stuff versus trying to like make sure that we get the certain shots side
2: note or unless this this thought is done a trend that i've been seeing more and more and i want to know your thoughts on it is people making vertical video rigs like by default shooting vertical not shooting wide cropping vertical in post but shooting vertical in camera for like entire projects like they have clients that book only vertical video shoots
0: like, I'm, I'm not against that idea. <clears throat> but um, I would say, like, if we're going to stay on the wedding subject, there's no way at this point in time that I would... Unless that the client, like, strictly said, like, we want nothing but vertical. I, there's no way I'm shooting just vertical.
1: Yeah, I feel like it would depend on the project doing yeah. a vertical.
0: No, like, during a wedding day or even during uh, corporate-type shoots like I'm shooting we're both shooting vertical and horizontal kind of stuff knowing mm-hmm. that we want to try to get some social media related type content along with the real shots <laughs> yeah but how's the the
2: push sort of currently which we know it's TikTok's fault it's <laughs> been TikTok's fault for a little while that we're kind of pushing out the 16 by 9 format in favor of tall vertical scrollable content are we doing ourselves a disservice that way
1: it just depends on what your goal is i think
2: yeah
1: is your goal to get a following or something on Mm -hmm. social media or just create the videos instead
0: right i think it yeah. Like obviously it, it,
2: those 16 by 9 videos still have their place on like right. television, website banners, you know, think like YouTube, yeah. things like that.
0: It's, it's The reality of the fact is like most people watch stuff on a phone or mm-hmm. even a tablet. Like if you're going to even go the tablet route, it's still in a vertical format. It, it's tough. Like it's so.
2: Cause you. you, you the lose. quality is so
0: much better when you, if you are going to turn over vertical content if you shoot it if you shoot a vertical because like yes we shoot 4k with pretty much everything we do you can crop in and not lose much detail but it's still not the same
2: it's because most social media platforms are still default to 1080 i think like as max resolution even if you upload in 4k for our
0: like editing purposes cropping in not losing detail kind of stuff like that
1: well and i know we want to get outside of like the Dothan area mm-hmm. but people around here I feel like none of them would be like oh we want it for, like I feel like most people here are like oh we want to watch this video on Facebook and like we don't yeah. you know
2: yeah it's just something I'm seeing more and more in a lot of like uh, just different groups I'm in on like Facebook or right. Reddit or anything like that where people are like this is my vertical rig like have clients asking only for vertical content kind of things
0: even for thinking about last week when we were talking about the green grass sod project we had some really cool drone shots and like we even brought that up and like we would love to like post some of just the beauty shots like just to show like this these were some really nice clips that we could share with the world kind of stuff and for the most part all our social media videos are all vertical like we don't really publish anything that's uh, unless it's like the final product a 16 by 9 kind of format so we're like if we do some drone footage posts like drone kind of stuff is like the great idea about it is that you get this nice wide shot wide expansive so it's like it would do a disservice if we posted it vertically and just crop in so I was like well I've seen some posts that do some really and I love what you did I thought you did a great job was the stacked um clips it's still cropped in a little bit because it's not technically 16 by 9 stacked on top of each other as far as the final format but I thought it actually to me like it's an immersive experience because like it's um, you got a lot of stuff going on. So I think it's engaging too, as far as that kind of content to where you see like three different things going yeah, on. Yeah, guess you won't
1: be bored.
0: With yeah, and I, I thought it's very engaging of how just watching it. Um, so it's like, and I've even seen with some regular video clips that's not drone footage that is stacked uh, video clips on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So that way you're not losing that detail. Or it's like if you didn't frame things up right to like... If you have headshot framing already and you crop in, that's just like, okay, I'm all up in someone's pores kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, back to your question, like, if the client wants it nothing but vertical, I'm fine with that. Like, I will do that all day. Um, But I don't think we're at the point to where if the client didn't have that expectations or something, that we could deliver that that way. Mm Mm-hmm if that makes sense. But even like um, the bridal session, like with Taylor or other ones and stuff, um, like I was shooting horizontal. So that way, knowing that we could potentially use these clips for the short film, but also like I was shooting vertical stuff because I know like I want some like bridal session type stuff for social media. So I'm shooting both ways. Like almost every shoot that we do, This shot horizontal and vertical because knowing we're going to do both, we're going to do a final product plus social media content. I hate
1: the last, (laughs) I hate that at the last, one of the last weddings we went to, um, it was like very beautiful scenery, all the things. I got so much vertical video, but then the whole client experience turned out to not be great and we did not end up Things having a great sour. experience with them i'm referring to the beach wedding that houston and i went to oh yeah that's why i said
0: yeah yeah you know, i'm not worried about that person here
1: well neither was i but then you were like get it out, well get it i now. didn't know who you're talking about well, that's it what it I, kept, I kept saying Leave i kept saying no you'll so, understand yeah
0: it, in a nutshell it's like we had a really yeah it was a really bad probably one of the worst if not the worst client experience that we've had on our end kind of stuff
1: but i have so much vertical video of them yeah. but i don't want to use like yeah we can't use that we can't use it because it was just such a horrible experience so i hate that i like wasted and that was getting like one of your main reasons
0: why you even went on that trip I know. was like okay like it's like, so for the most part like when you when a client from us orders a short film we're sending assistance regardless like no one's doing stuff solo anymore but um, for Did the most part, it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just too much. Um, like you get an assistant, even if, put it this way, like to backtrack to that line of thought, is that when you order a short film, technically one person can, can do it. It's, it's technically doable. But it's not like on our end, it's not the best experience. Like it's, it's always worth ideal. having a, an assistant, at least an assistant, if not a second shooter level type stuff. Uh, so with that said, like Hannah was sent to go with Houston. So that way, like we're always trying to gather some social media content that we can use on our for just even ourselves, but even potentially to turn over to the client, too. But we. Yeah, it that sucked. Yeah. But so I but hated it because it, it, it was back like, to what you're saying, though. It's like you're like the way that you shot like was for social media kind of stuff so you're turning the camera a certain way versus like a second shooter role yeah
1: i hated it because i got and it was on the beach like it was so beautiful Mm -hmm. and i got like so much like i mean i was also shooting um horizontally but i got so much vertical and i was like this is gonna make great content like Mm -hmm. you know whatever and then ended up like yeah. <laughs> not even being able to use it
0: right it it's a <laughs> shame and uh, then
1: it's just been a while since we've had another wedding so because um, nobody wants to get married in the summer it's in so alabama hot.
0: yeah it's <laughs> 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 but like so speaking of weddings so like, i think i'm kind of wrapped up on like it to wrap up thoughts about, like, how yeah, we can our clients can um, get the best experience possible, like, give us as much to work with as possible. Like, that, I think that sums up the, the whole story of, like, this whole podcast episode. It's like, yes, we are going to create the best content possible, yeah. but the potential...
2: Like, the more of your story we have right. to incorporate, mm-hmm. like...
1: And the more you're willing to do. Like, we yeah. had... Um, a client inquiry come in but mm-hmm. they were you know talking about how they were very private about a lot of stuff right. which is understandable but if you like don't want vows on there you don't want first look like you don't want anything it doesn't
2: it's a
0: disservice to y'all because,
1: yeah. to y'all because yeah. there's no point in booking us it, if yeah, you don't so want it's it
0: it's like to cl- kind of clarify that even using that situation to our advantage in a sense is like we don't consider our stuff highlight videos and like that's it's a semantics kind of thing but to kind of clarify because i've had i've seen this discussion in the the filmmaker groups and stuff too um because like some people would consider what we do still highlight but so in our own definition of highlight films versus short films highlight films is like just Putting clips together, all the best moments into a timeline and delivering it. It's fine. Like, that works for some companies, that works for some clients. That's like what they want. Um, But for us, like, we want an immersive, dynamic experience. And we want you to feel like you're part of that day. We want, like, the best moments captured. We want what's said to be something that is meaningful, that's something that people can go back to and listen, hear people's voices. And hear that message like that's like we want deep meaning yeah, from to capture
1: the whole day, not just like
0: the couple, like even yeah. like the day, like, yes, the wedding day, we're going to have as much as we can do in that as possible. Um, but it's like to separate ourselves from competition, for lack of a better way to put it, uh, especially for our area is that we try to and we pride ourselves in giving that immersive, dynamic yeah. experience. And so, and it goes off that list that I've already talked about, but, like, that's the main difference between us, I would say, at least for our area. And that's what, like, we get the most enjoyment out of, like, when we hear those moments, like, when we get to be part of that kind of stuff, when we're able to, like, communicate that kind of stuff, when we get to sit the clients here in this couch over here and watch the video back on their film for the first time, like, that's going to be the part that's going to stick out. That's going to be the experience. Mm-hmm. Like Like, we want to be part of... The wedding day as the experience not just as we get to put together some really beautiful looking footage like we can do that almost anybody can do that at this point but like we want to be part of the experience we want that experience to like I would say Taylor and Garrett like our number one fans right now (laughs) um like I get text messages from them even to this day it's like you know, we're going back and looking at our film or like we watch someone else's film. We're like, we're such a fan of what we got instead of what they got kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And it's just like, when you hear that kind of feedback, it's definitely motivating for one. Yeah, I
1: talk to Megan Ray, we'll message a lot. And yeah, stuff.
0: Megan Ray, she's, again, I'll say we have at least a handful of number one fans kind of stuff. Also my mom. <laughs> but it's like, when we get to hear that kind of feedback it's- on... Like months later, yeah.
2: It's nice that they're still like that happy with what we made right. for them, and
0: they're they're still plugged in and engaged with that kind of stuff. And so, like, that's. But you're not gonna. I don't know. I it's can't. Just, I can't speak for anybody else, but it's like when it's just a regular highlight film, that's just turned turned over on social media. Like I don't think that you get that kind of experience yeah, with. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that's that's what we're trying to do as a company that's that's why like also like we don't treat weddings as like a stepping stone it's not like the stepping stone to be a future filmmaker kind of thing or a photographer or whatever it's like we actually like weddings they're overall a good experience and the clients we for the most part most of them like there's always the outlier i love you
1: saying for the most part Uh,
0: like there's always those outliers and stuff but like I would say like 98% of our experience has been wonderful. Like, we've had mm-hmm. really good clients to work with. And I think it's because we develop that personality, we develop that identity in a sense that like we're trying to be immersive, we're trying to have a good experience, we're trying to have a good time while we're there. We're, and like we're becoming like instant friends kind of thing. Um,
1: when a lot of the clients, they're open to mm-hmm. whatever, you know, they just want to be told like, what direction to go or you know what to do whatever they're open to whatever because they want a good video and
0: and to wrap up that thought it's like we we do get i don't know how the best way to put it i guess or lack of a way better way to put it is like when we get like the inquiry like we just want a great video okay so do we this is what it's going to take to get all that so like go back and listen to all the stuff that we talked about when we started talking about the wedding stuff, at least, um, that to get a great video, you have to put out. Like, you've got to be able to do the stuff that we suggest. And we're open to suggestions as well. It's like, if there's stuff that we're not going to think about, like, we don't know you as well as you know yourselves. So it's like, speak up. Hey, this is a vision that I've had. This is what I'm looking for in a video. Um, I saw this one time. I would love to try to incorporate for that. My video is this possible? Could we do this? Like, ask all those questions, and we are going to listen, write that stuff down. Maybe not give you an answer right then, but then, like, okay, we're thinking about it. You know, those as creatives, like we think about all the ideas and like the weirdest situations, like driving down the road, kind of stuff. Um, Like, we're gonna think about those kind of things, and then we're gonna get back to you. And like, okay, let's set up this time. Let's do it this way, and. Let's go swinging for the fence, you know. So, I think that the the booze did the trick. We made it. <laughs> Landed the plane, crossed
2: the finish line.
0: So Megan, we still haven't got a review from you yet. Drop Dan- an iTunes Danielle, review. I made sure that you didn't have a gulp of thank you anything in your mouth right for now. For once. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, but speaking of reviews, though, it's like, or shares, like, we need help getting this podcast out to the masses. Um, we take the time to make them because we think it's, one, good content. It's messages that we want to share with our audience and our audience's clients and also other creatives. Um, so we want to, to get these words out, and we have, like, micro content that could be shared. We got the episodes themselves. Um, but also like leaving reviews and all that kind of stuff will help us out. So on that note, we've got to get on to the next thing. See ya. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We appreciate you watching or listening. If you find value from this podcast, please leave a review. It helps rank us up into the podcast algorithms Also, if you would like to be a guest on the show and share some of your project experiences, let us know, reach out, and we'll be happy to have you on the show and get you scheduled on. If you're a client and want to work on a project with us, there's contact information down below in the video description. We're looking forward to hearing from you and see what your ideas are and see how we can potentially be a fit to make your project happen. Until then, we'll catch you next episode.